talked about it yesterday, just that chip on your shoulder. Everyone talking about a neutral AFC championship game, not even thinking about you guys. How much did that motivate you coming into this? You better send those refunds. <laughs> I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. Back to back champs, kings of the north with it. Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it. Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it. Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins. Then throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy. Every Sunday, showing boys how to really gritty. They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky. Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it. Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back. He gets shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track. Nobody on the team, all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. And came across nobody yet that seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Vaughn gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse base in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just drafted Cam and drafted Hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field We can't go back to what we was cause that's the losing weight It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it Zach Taylor doing the same for the city, I give it to him And I bet Samaji will find a hole if you give it to him Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash Every week it seem like Lou digging deeper in his bag And if the game on the line, all my faith and money match I'm from the city where they gotta play us Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. What do we say, y'all? They gotta play us. That's right, y'all. They gotta play us. And it starts tomorrow. Cannot wait. What's going on, on everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Ice Man, Jeff Tronopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the back to back North AFC champion, Cincinnati Bengals. Now, do me a favor if you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button, smash that thumbs up. You guys are awesome. I'm up to 2,276 subscribers. As always, I appreciate every single one of you guys. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, why not? Please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button. Hit the bell for the notification. Every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing Super Chats. So if you have a question that you'd like to ask the Godfather, because the Godfather will be joining me around 6 o'clock. Or you just want to ask me a question or just support the show, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. The Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. And you know what I'm wearing it today. Got the Jackpot Joey shirt on. I got the Cincy hat on today, which I'll get to that here in a minute. But if you want any of the uh, flags or the hats or the, the shirts or anything like that, Go to jackpotjoey9.com. Uh, portions of the proceeds go to the Joe Burrow Hunger Relief Fund and the Joe Burrow Fund. The beer will be coming out here uh, very shortly. Uh, if you guys have not signed up yet for the Jackpot Joey Cornhole Tournament, please do because 100% of the proceeds for that are going to the Joe Burrow Foundation. So you can go there. It's at Brink Brewery. You can sign up at any of Brink Brewery's social media uh, platforms. They got it on their website. Uh, so they're on Instagram. Uh, Twitter and TikTok. Uh, we're not, not, we're not TikTok, but Twitter and uh, Instagram and Facebook. So uh, go check that out and see if you can beat me. And well, I think Greg's going to be on Big Sandwich, is going to be my partner. Oh, we'll see. Either way, it's going to be a great time. Make sure you guys show up, show out. It's going to be the day after the Bengals beat the Packers in the uh, preseason game. What's up to everybody in the chat? Stranger, you're first. What's going on? Jungle Jerry, who day? Holmes, you're there. Craig, what's up? Royal Flush Terry. Yeah, the Reds, man. I know. Like, just I, I, I've gotten to the point. Uh, I think the Brewers have our number. Hopefully, we win these next two games, and we're back in first place. We'll see tonight. We'll see what happens. Kenny, what's up, Matt? You're in there. Ross is up there. 
And Royal Flush Terry, you already, already said hi to you. What's up to everybody in the chat? All right, guys. So, like I said, yesterday I had an absolute blast this past weekend. Friday night was awesome. We went to Little Miami Brewery. Uh, Teddy K was there. And his best friend Matt are there, who they're the ones that started the Cincy Hat. And we, Ted Care stood for, I don't know, six hours or more, signing hats, taking the time to talk to, to everybody who was there. He's the nicest guy. Matt is cool. Their wives are awesome. I met them all. It was great. Now they, if you want, this all goes to the uh, village of Marishi where they, they help out. Let me make sure I read this right. Uh, they help out and they build, they've built 40 adult developmental disability apartments and they're brand spanking new. And Ted did a little video yesterday, put it on Twitter. And if you have not seen it yet, I figured I'd put it on here because if you bought a Cincy hat, I bought a shirt or any of that stuff, you know, I got a cool hat. You got to meet Ted or whatever, but this is what it's, it goes to. And it's really cool. So check it out. This is the North End Apartments here in Carmel, Indiana. Because of your support with the Cincy Hat, we have over 40 adults with developmental disabilities that will get to live in this community. I'm Ted. Nice to meet you. I'm Stephanie. Nice to meet you, Stephanie. Okay. I'm Ted. Yeah. Are you new here? Uh, yeah, I just moved in Monday. Wow. Yep, this is my apartment. Look at this. Wow. This is my apartment. This is big. Hello. Hey, Sammy. Can we take a tour of your apartment? Yeah, sure. All right. Look at this. I love what you've done to the place here. Oh, thanks. Now look at these incredible new apartments here. Every single resident will receive all of this new technology, these new appliances, brand new finishes, builds. This is a new construction funded in a big part by the Cincy Hat Project. This otherwise, it would be unattainable housing, but through the village of Marici, They've created this uh, to be affordable housing, and these adults get to live on their own, many for the first time in their lives. So you just moved in Monday? Is yeah. this your first time living by yourself? Yes. So you just moved in on the 15th. Is this your first time uh, living by yourself? Yes, in the actual apartment in Carmel, yes it is. Okay. Awesome. Have you ever lived on your own before? Uh-uh. Are you excited? Oh yeah. These adults would otherwise be living with their parents, a caretaker, or some other group home setting. Um, where now they're integrated into a high-end community here in Carmel, Indiana with amenities, job opportunities, neighbors, families. There's just a sense of community that would otherwise be missing in their lives. An independent lifestyle, uh, having a community, having neighbors, and having friends. We started the Cincy Hat Project back in November. And since then, we've sold over half a million dollars worth of hats. Between that and donations, we've raised over three quarters of a million dollars for the village of Marici. And it was really important for me to show you where this money has gone, to show you the community that you've helped build through your support. So I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful, and we're gonna to continue to strive and create opportunities for adults with developmental disabilities to live an independent lifestyle. Can't wait for a big year ahead. Who day? I mean, that's awesome. I mean, this is the Ted, this is the tweet that Ted put out yesterday. He said, Thank you, Huday Nation, because of your support at Cincy Hat Project. 40 adults with developmental disabilities get to move into their own apartments in Carmel, Indiana. We have been so excited to show you all where it is. And that was the video. But I mean, I just the small part that I've had to do with it, which is not very, very big at all. I know Bengals of Brewers, those my boys have done an absolute awesome job. They've killed it. Um, I know they got the their fantasy league. And all the money for that is going to the Village of Marija. So if you guys have not signed up for Bengals and Brewers Fantasy League, I know they got a couple of spots left. I think they got like five leagues, I think, or six leagues. I can't remember. I got to can't remember what Dale or Derek uh, told me right now, but at least five or six fantasy leagues. So if you have not signed up for there, go sign up there. Like you get all that money is going to the city of our Village of Marici. And like I said, it's it's just cool. I mean, it's a cool hat. I mean, Ted's a good dude, and yeah, I mean, I I uh, I agree with you there, Holmes. You know, hey, he's, I, and Ted, Ted isn't doing this to win anything, you know? You know, he he literally just did it because he made these hats for just his friends. That's how he started. And then everybody kept asking about it. And then on the fly, he's like, all right, we're going to sell them and we're going to give all the money to the village of Marici. And it's on the fly. And it has grown. It started in November, he said, and it has grown from there. And it is just absolutely freaking awesome. So, I mean, I th shout out to anybody who's bought the hats. Like I said, if you haven't bought, I just 
just texting Matt back for trying to get Matt to come on the show today, but he is busy packing up hats. So uh, they're selling more. Go to thecincyhat.com. I should have put the website up there, but I did not do that. But I mean, it's just a great cost and awesome. And that's the power of Houdé Nation. That's the power of this fan base. And it's it's just, it's awesome. I, I'm very, very happy to be a part of it. Like I said, if you missed Friday night, you missed a really, really good time. It was an absolute blast. Now we had other news today. Now, you know, training camp starts tomorrow. I cannot wait. We're going to get down there and uh, see our boys. But there's some new stuff that's in Paycor. Now, this is uh, from Mike Petraga, my boy Trags. He said, uh, this is from um, Caroline Blackburn, digital. Let me make sure I read this right. Uh, digital senior manager of strategy, which is a very interesting title. The bank has put in $20 million in improvements. And it's kind of cool, my boy. Who they uh, baby? He's on there. Harrison's on there. Uh, they got some cool pictures up there. I I can't wait to get in and see, see the mural and see the new stuff. But here's a little video uh, I got from Trags uh, that Caroline put out today explaining all the new stuff that's at Paycor. We know when fans come to games, they want to come. They want to get high quality food. They want to get it quickly so that they can go back and sit and watch the game. And that's what all of our concessions renovations were about. Adding self-serve kiosks that are faster, adding express markets, adding more points of sale. So we can't guarantee there won't be any lines, but our goal is to make those lines as short as possible so that fans can go back and enjoy the game. Second, it's about adding more energy. So Seth will talk about how exactly that's being programmed, but we're adding new and additional LED boards to the interval and to other spaces in the stadium. We're excited about the energy that those will add. And then finally, we want to add some of the personality from the team and the city into the stadium. So now when you walk in the west side, when you come in gate A, you'll hopefully feel this really cool jungle vibe. There will be this jungle bar that's behind us that has features taken from the media day set. So we have these custom torches that are Bengals themed. And then you can even walk over and actually get pictures in the media day set that all the players used on media day, which I, I think will be awesome for fans. You can go and post on social pictures of you in the same media day set that Joe and Jamar were in. Um, and separately on the east side, you come in, we want you to feel connected to the city. And so we worked with a, a local artist to build a mural. We're doubling the size of the bar down there, doubling the point of sale. I think it will be a really fun, energetic place for people to go before games, hang out with friends and get ready for the games that's about to start. So we're excited about all of these innovations that we brought in. We think they're gonna be additive. We think they will help, like I said, bolster the game day. It's that's cool. I, I'm one thing that we've, I guess, discussed last couple of years uh, that the Bengals. And that was one of my issues. They never put any money into the state, and it looked exactly the same as it did in 2000. They're starting to do that now. One of the things I liked is they're trying to get you in and out of concession stands faster. Uh, I like it to be able to get in and out of bathrooms a little faster. <laughs> That's because the lines are 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 uh, are awful. But I mean, it, it it's cool to see the improvement. It's cool to see that the Bengals are spending their own money on this. And like I said, the mural looks cool as hell. I, I know who did babies on there and Harrison's on there. I don't know who else is on there. I have to because they took a picture. Of it, it's kind of angled, so you can't see everything. So I guess we'll have, we'll find out uh, this Saturday for back together again, which is. I, dude, I'm so excited to go to that. I mean, it's it's the official start. I mean, training camp's officially starting tomorrow. The official starting is Saturday. When we're all back there, we're all hanging out, have a good time. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let me go to Kenny. How about Paul's great granddaughters? He would be proud. Exactly. Katie and, and, and Caroline have, have been unbelievable. I, I really give them a lot of credit for the improvements to the stadium improvements uh, to the, the ring of honor, the, the way they interact with the fans and, and Katie, I, or, or excuse me, Elizabeth, I'll get it right. Katie Blackburn, too many girls, Katie Blackburn, uh, daughter of Mike is awesome. She's, she's the one, you know, I know people say Mike's still the owner, which she is. Katie's pretty much running it. Uh, that's, that's where I'm at. And I think she's done a good job also of trying to keep, you know, this team together. Now we'll find out when the first chip dropped with Joe Mixon. 
Hopefully Joe Burrows is coming up soon. Um, they're not going to talk about it. And, and I like that Mike Brown, basically, not basically, at the uh, mock turtle soup on Monday, said, I made a, an agreement with Joe Burrow's owner, or excuse me, owner, Joe Burrow's free agent. I'll try this again. Joe Burrow's agent, if I can talk here, that we were not going to discuss the contract in the media. I'm fine with that. We don't need necessarily need to know what's going on. I would, I, it's, it's going to get done. You know, I'm not worried about that. It's I'm more worried about how much is going to be left and hopefully we can sign T. So we'll see what, what's going on, but it's it, the changes that the, the Bengals have made over the last five years is unbelievable. Let's go here to T. T-Bowl, 54. I love the new additions. Game day just got better. Katie and the rest of the front office and the families are doing big things. Exactly. Heidi Cook, what's up? How are you? And I, yeah, I mean, it's it's so much fun to see the stuff that you're doing. Not, and it, it's, it's what we've all wanted. Yes, we wanted a winning team, but we wanted to feel like we were a part of the team. We wanted to feel like they cared about us. And for the longest time, it felt like they didn't give two craps about the fans. And now that is totally flipped around. I mean, it, it is, it is a complete and utter 180, uh, you know, because that's one thing like, okay, the Reds didn't have a winning team, but they'd all do something to the stadium. It was always kind of cool to go see the new stuff in the stadium. And Paul Brown at the time, Pete now was always the same. Seeing that it's changing. I think it's a lot of fun. I, I, I cannot, I cannot wait. Charles here. Uh, it would be cool to have an app on your phone to order food and have it brought to your seat. That would be cool. Plus, the servers bringing food would get good tips. You know what? They they actually had not – they don't bring you to food. But when I was down in uh, St. Pete, Tampa Bay area, and when we go to the Rays games there, they they have an app there where – or it's not an app. You actually go to a, a kiosk, and you order it there. And then you go stand in line and, and eat your food that way. But, yeah, that would be a great idea if they could – you could order it on your phone and they bring it to you. I mean, that would <laughs> that might clog up the highways because everybody might be doing it. And if you ever been down to, to Paycor, the, the internet doesn't work all that great. That's why I always have a hard time um, tweeting out stuff because <laughs> everybody's on their phone. But it's a good idea. I think they got to up 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 their band down there. Ross going to turn Vegas into the jungle January. Exactly, jackpot Joey is going to Vegas. Let's just the. Per- Sorry, it's the perfect nickname. Jackpot Joey. We're going to win a Super Bowl in Vegas this year. It's already written, right? Doesn't it sound right? <laughs> I don't know. Anthony, what's going on? Who they say are back together. Weekend is upon us. Can't wait. Exactly. And the Burrow magic is unreal. Now, did you guys see where Barstool interviewed Joe Burrow as they uh, talked about him endorsing uh, body armor? <laughs> If you guys haven't seen it, it's on my Twitter page. It's it's absolutely freaking hilarious. But uh, yeah, what do you got, Terry? Yeah, yeah, you're right. He meant February. Yes, he, I think he meant February, not January. Well, Super Bowl like forever was in January, not in February. You're right. You are correct. All right. So other Cincinnati news. Hold on a second. Let's hear. Let's get T-Bay here real quick. Uh, at the Ohio State game, they allow you to mobile order and head to the concessions, pick it up fast. And no wait, we're making big strides. That's a, that might be the next thing they do. I don't know. We'll see. Uh oh, what we got here? I think we we got we got a hater amongst amongst us. Jim, Chiefs Chiefs Day going to beat them Bengals or, or you spell bungle? You spell Bengals wrong. <laughs> we'll see. Corey, what's up? Who day? Lombardi's coming. Can't wait for Saturday. Exactly. And by the way, Chiefs, you you do know you you beat the Eagles for the Super Bowl, right? I'm just. I'd like to remind you guys that because for some reason they're always coming after us Bengals fans. Yeah, I can't help it. You named your stadium Burrowhead. It's not my fault. <laughs> Charles, one is joint practice with the Packers. Uh, are they week one preseason game? Uh, I have to look that up. I don't know offhand. I, I think it's I think it's the 18th, 17th or 18th. Because whatever that is, the, the next day is the Jackpot Joey uh, Cornhole Tournament. But I don't have that information right ahead. But if you guys watched the show last week, I had uh, Neil Meyer on, and he was talking about the TBT, which if you don't know what the TBT is, it's called the basketball tournament. They've been doing it for about 10 years now. And it's a lot, mostly it's college basketball team alumni players get in, and 
Uh, they raise money for charity, but the, the, they have a chance to win a million dollars. The Bearcats have not done very well in this. They are this year. They're going by the Nasty Natty. They advanced to the quarterfinals, which is the Elite Eight. It's going to be ending because they played in Cincinnati. They played Xavier all weekend. They won that region. Now they're moving to Dayton. Tickets go on sale. I think they're already on sale. If you go to Nasty Natty Twitter page, I, I think I, or mine, I, I tweeted it out. Go there and uh, 7 o'clock Monday night in Dayton. I would love to go, but I can't because I have to work too early. <laughs> so I can't try to Dayton and get back in time to go to work at 4 a.m. But if you are missing some basketball and you want to see some form uh, Bearcats, go check that out. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's real bad. It's it's interesting because they do the Elam ending where they take the total score, I think it is, and then add eight points to the leading score. So basically, they have a target score. In like the last two minutes of the game, where first team to reach that wins. It's really interesting way to, to do it. So make sure you guys uh, check it out. Uh, let's see here. Oh. Did, did I see your new ring? Yeah, I've, I've seen your ring. Yeah. It's cool. It's pretty. I plan on getting one. <laughs> no cheese allowed in the chat. Kick rocks. Nah, he's allowed. He's fine. I don't care. You can come in here. It's fine. Kelsey's starting to get. Oh, no, oh, see what happens. I don't know. Uh, I'm a Reds fan, though. Hey, well, there you go. You you, you got one flaw. You're a Chiefs fan, but you're a Reds fan, so that's cool. It's all right. <laughs> anyway, like I said, I, I don't care if you guys come in. It's fine. I like, dude, honestly, I I go back and forth with Chiefs fans. I have so much fun with it because, honestly, when I went to Kansas City for the AFC Championship game, Chiefs fans were great to me. They, they, they were awesome, and I, most of them agreed with me. We will see you guys next year. And like I, I keep saying is I am hoping it's in the jungle because I'm tired of going to Burrowhead. <laughs> Dale, if Dale's watching right now, he'd just scream it. Stop calling it Burrowhead. I can't help it. It's funny. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's gonna be the biggest rivalry. It is the biggest rivalry now in the AFC, uh, Bengals and Chiefs. Uh, it'll be interesting if um the Bills factor when well, I don't say factor, they're gonna factor into this. But how much of the last couple of years has, has hurt the Bills? You know what I'm saying? So we'll see. <laughs> what we got? Pro Ted. <laughs> hey, you guys won. You can call it whatever you want. But, you know, you only beat. That's the first time you beat us in four tries. So anyway, uh, I see here. Ross, who you got here? He said, worst fans have been around. Brown. Oh, yeah. Browns fans are they're They're something else. They act like they they're they've won like 25 Super Bowls and they've literally not even been to one yet. Charles, the only reason why Chiefs fans Chiefs made it to Super Bowl is because we had three starting O linemen down. If we went that full game fully healthy, uh, up front, back to back Super Bowls, I, I couldn't I can't disagree with that. And if we don't put punt the ball right down the middle of the freaking field, that does that would help. And if we Joseph side doesn't hit Patrick Holmes out of bounds. That would help too. Either way, but yeah, if we had if we had a full offensive line, yeah, I would I'd take the Bengals. I'm gonna take the Bengals this year because because we got Zeus. Zeus. TB, I'd love to have two or three playoff home games this year in Paycor. Two if we get that one seed. Yeah, I, I'm and that's the thing. I've said this, and I've never heard the Bengals say this, but Zach did say. Pretty sure I saw on Twitter that Joe is, is going to play in the preseason. I, it might be one series at the end of the game, at, at, you know, last game. I don't think Zach is going to change what he's been doing as far as playing time in the preseason because it's worked. I mean, went to Super Bowl and went to the AFC Championship game. So, I mean, it's worked. And you still have gotten guys hurt. We still have been living, and it's always been the offensive line the last two years. So I think they are really going to put an emphasis on trying to get that number one seed. And that comes with getting off to a good start. Now, home wise, we lost one game last year at home. And that was the Steelers game, which if Clark Harris doesn't get hurt, we win that game. I mean, and if Joe doesn't have an appendectomy, we win that game. So, you know, it's if, if, but, you know, whatever, you know, there's always, well, if this happened or that happened, it didn't happen. We lost to the Chiefs, but we'll be back. Uh, let's see here. Pork chop, you're in big fancy on my way to work. What's up, man? Uh, let's see. Ross, NFL wants their golden boy in the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, they want Joe Burrow. You're right. They want jackpot. That's why he's going to be in this year. <laughs> Rest won't give for rep. And there were some calls, but you know, we'll see. Uh, maybe, maybe, but that's what O-line depth is for. And I agree with you on that. And that's a good point, Jim. That's why I want the Bengals to keep L. Collins. You know, at all costs, keep him. Because the last two years, we've had an injured O-line. But, Jim, but to be honest, most NFL teams would struggle if you lose three of your starting offensive linemen. So, most teams don't have that much depth on their offensive line. Three is a lot to lose, no matter what team you are. But that's why I still want to keep Lel. I want Lel and I want Jax Carmen as our two main backups. That would be better than what we – well, I think Jackson was the backup last year. Jackson did okay. But Lel as your backup or your swing tackle, I give me that all day long. Uh, let's see here. Comments here. Kenny, like Joe said, see on the field who they – exactly. Prove it on the field. That, that's what it comes down to. Charles, yep. This is why we signed Orlando Brown. If he fits our system really well. Plus, it's a huge upgrade in the rushing game. We have right tackle spot, open for competition, but outside of that, we're good. See, all right. Why does everybody think that the right tackle is an open competition? It's literally Jonah Williams' job. <laughs> I mean, it, they're paying him all that money. He's not going to sit the bench unless he just plays awful. And the thing is, what drives me nuts. Last year, nobody was beginning of the year. Nobody was complaining about Jonah Williams. He was not on the radar. You know, we were more right tackle, interior, interior line. We didn't say anything about, about Jonah. Jonah had two, Jonah had two dislocate, dislocated kneecaps. Jonah Williams is going to be fine at right tackle. It's Jonah Williams' job. Now, if Lael Collins was healthy, then yes, it would be a, co a competition. Lael's not going to be – I there's no way Lael's going to be uh, healthy for – beginning of the season, let alone the beginning of camp. You know, I mean, so this is where we have depth. Put Lel on the pup list. Let him get nice and healthy. Jonas be a right tackle. Dude, honestly, this is our best offensive line we've had since 2015. Jonah Williams, he's probably not going to be here after this year, but Jonah Williams is going to make a hell of a lot of money because he's going to prove, he's already proved he can play left tackle. Say what you want about him. Lots of teams will give him lots of money to go play left tackle for them. Now he's going to prove he can play right tackle. That's pretty freaking valuable. I mean, honestly, if a guy can play switch right to left and he doesn't skip me, which I, I think he'll be fine. I don't know for a fact, but that's where I just don't understand why people keep saying it's an open competition. I mean, it's really not. There, I mean, look at the look at the money. Unless Jonah just falls on his ass, Jonah Williams is going to be the starting right tackle. Uh, let's see here. Let's go back to Jim. What do you got here? I think the Bungles are good, but how did the Browns keep beating them so bad? Well, they keep beating them because we play games that it doesn't matter. Because <laughs> every time we play them, it's the end of the season, and we don't care. <laughs> you know? that That's it. We, they beat us in, in Cleveland last year. I'll give them that one. But other than that, we it's always games that we're, we already wrap stuff up, and we don't care. That's why. Uh, let's see. Yep, Orlando Brown can show you guys. What a shiny ring looks like. Uh, yeah, he's going to get another one this year. But it's going to be orange and black. <laughs> Sean, what's up? Gang, treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. All right. I don't know what that means, but I'm with you. Charles, it is Jonah Williams' spot to lose, but switching sides is not easy. Easy task. If Jonah can transition and stay healthy, he should be okay. But there is a chance he struggles. There is a chance, but, I mean, it's not like he's never done it before. I mean, he played right tackle in college. He's had since March to start working on it. So it's it, – Orlando Brown said it this way. It's like changing your fighting stance, you know. He can do it. I mean, Jonas said he's going to do it, you know, in his, in his press conference when he showed showed up to uh, training camp or minicamp. He's going to do it. You know, he's, he's going to make it work. So I just – I maybe I'm looking at it through orange-colored sunglasses, but I just don't think it's that – Big of a deal, or it's gonna be that hard for him to do it. But we'll see. T-Ball, Cheeto being activated and ready for the season is huge for our defense. I'm excited to see how the rest of the secondary does this year. Our secondary is going to be awesome. Now, Cheeto, I don't know how much he's gonna play. He's now like preseason wise, because 
he said his goal is to be ready for the season. He wants to be ready game one of the season, not preseason. So, I mean, he's been running around and looking pretty good, you know, in minicamp and stuff like that. We'll find out this week when, when uh, everything really gets started. But our secondary, it's 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 got to be one of the fastest in the NFL. I mean, with Cheeto there, you got Mike Hilton, you got Juice, and then the 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 the, the uh, safeties now, which I'm a little leery on that because I mean, you lose Bell Bell and Bates. That's a big loss. I mean, I think Dax and Scott or Dax and Battle are are going to be good, but the communication and just Bell and Bates knowing the system as well they did as well as they did is hard to hard to replace. Sean, what's your opinion on Jordan Battle? Do you think he's more of a faster Von Bell? I think he's more like Von Bell. Um, I think, honestly, I think by the end of the year, there's a chance he's either going to be the starter or he's going to be getting more more or just as many snaps as Scott. Because I, I'm i curious if they'll do the three safety set a lot this year. They did it a little bit last year. They started doing it more toward the end. So I'm wondering, since you don't have Bates and Bell, that they might use that more. So, you know, I mean, eventually battle, nothing against Scott. I think battle is eventually going to be our starting starting safety there. Rory Flush, Terry, what is up? Uh, the first two games will be a true test for Jonah and the offensive line. Cleveland and Baltimore are pretty solid with their front sevens. So we will find out early if Jonah can adapt to the pressure right tackle. Yeah. And, I mean, but let's be honest. Jonah's faced them before. I know it's going to be on the other side. He's done okay, and he's had games where he hasn't done okay. So it's it's gonna be a good test. I mean, he gets tested every year. We got we play against some of the best defenses in the league with the Ratbirds and the Browns and the and the freaking Squealers. I mean, you know, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Uh, let's see here. Joe Burrow fishing partner up body armor. I know I saw that, and now like I said, that was an awesome uh, video they did with Barstool. It's funny as hell. I I retweeted it. You should go uh, check it out. Uh, Jim Bates did own Tyreek the past few years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so Apple, but they're both gone. Ken, what's up? Iceman, did it sound like coach is going to let the starting O-line take some snaps this season in the preseason? I kind of got that feeling, to be honest. I, like when he said Joe was going to play, I, I don't think it's going to be much. But I do think they are going to take some snaps because I do think that hurt them last year. I mean, if you remember the da- Dallas game, we couldn't stop anybody. We couldn't stop Micah Parsons to save our life. I mean, it was it was just it was like no offensive line was there. So yeah, I I think he's going to let him start a, at least the last or the first drive of the last preseason game. I think just to get the rust out. I mean, and things don't. It's not as critical as it was last year. Last year we had three new interior or four new interior, four new linemen all, all together last year, including Well. So it was, to my opinion, it was more critical last year. The interiors played together before. Now Jonas played with them, but he's coming on the switch of sides, and you really only have one new one, and that's Zeus. But I do think that he should let them play at least a little bit in there. Because it's just like and I and 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 Dave Lapham has forgot more. Offensive line than I have. He always says it's like a fist. They got to be going in the same direction all at the same time. So I think they're going to let him play, let them play some or not, but we'll see. Now, here is one of the coolest looking dudes that's about to jump on my show. He's in his car. He's got shades on. He looks like a total Cali dude. He's a godfather, Anthony Kazenza. What's up, Shades? <laughs> hey, I did. I kind of forgot I had him on. Hey. <laughs> What's going on, bro? How you doing? Good, man. You're not driving, are you? No, I'm parked. I'm okay, parked. that's good. I just, I'm not, uh, I am far away from a computer. So I, <laughs> I hope I sound okay. Yes, uh, yes, you sound fine. Couldn't, uh, couldn't get in front of a an official computer, but good to be, good to be yakking with you. Sorry, I'm a couple minutes late, my friend. You're all right, dude. You're all right. I appreciate you you, you coming on because we, because we kind of got our, our wires crossed. You thought it was next Tuesday. I'm like, ah, it's actually tomorrow. So I, uh, I appreciate you coming on, but Hey, Tomorrow's the day, man. I, I, I'm I'm excited. Uh, what what are the training camp stories that that you're looking for? I mean, everybody on the chat here keeps talking about Jonah moving right to left and how it's an open competition. 
I keep saying I don't think it's an open competition. I think it's Jonah's job to lose. I mean, what's your story? What do you think about Jonah? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you on that. I think I, I think it is Jonah's job to lose for the most part. But I, this team still seems pretty committed to giving Jackson Carmen every shot possible, and um, you know, giving him all the all the looks. So I. You know, I, I still think your bet. You know, your best five. I, I think I caught a tail end of you talking about the offensive line here just just a second ago. But I mean, you're, he's one of your best five, right? Uh, that you would that you would have out there. Um, what do you do with what do you do with Leal Collins if and when he's ready? You know, is he going to just kind of be a alternate off the bench? And you know, I, I kind of said this. I think yesterday on a show I did that. You know, maybe he's just the guy that is. Since they've had so many injuries at, towards the end of the season and in the postseason and everything, maybe he's the guy that he's your emergency right tackle, maybe even emergency left guard, that sort of thing, because he's played both in the NFL, you know. So I don't know. Um, I, again, kind of a, a problem, but in some ways a good problem to have. And uh, I, that's one story. And then I, I guess I was at a, a lunch event, so I couldn't really keep too close of a, a, a thing, an eye on Twitter, but I think they. Did I see they activated Cheeto? Yep, uh, yep. Yeah, Cheeto, Cheeto is good to go. That was, that was a pleasant surprise a lot sooner than I would have thought. Um, not that I thought he would have lingered on there for a long, long time. Just, you know, you, you just really want to be precautionary and take it slow. And when you take a guy off a pup, you know, I mean, that that means, you, you know, they're not they're not getting back on it. So, <laughs> um, you know, uh, I that was, that was kind of a pleasant surprise. So right there um that's that's a story i think that's bearing a lot of weight right now with the team yeah i i, I said i kind of spoke on it a little earlier i don't think chio is going to play a ton in the preseason uh, you know i think they're going to take it easy on him i mean but i mean he if you saw some of the twitter videos he's out there he's running around without a knee brace on you know <laughs> in minicamp which kind of kind of scared me i'm like all right so i mean he looks to be ahead of schedule now he said his goal was to play the first game of the season so it looks yeah, like he's up on it's, it's also, I mean, playing the first game of the season, what does that mean, right? Does that mean starting and playing right, right. 80 to 90-plus percent of the snaps? Does that mean playing half of the snaps? And, you know, it's also mixing in DJ Turner. I mean, what, what all does that mean? It's kind of up in the air, and it's, it is going to be up to Chino how he feels and everything. I, I think this is, I mean, if he is obviously ready to go, which it, I, I believe that the team and the fact that they got him off the pup list shows that he is, but I think this is a really good thing to get this out of the way early. Um, I am hesitant because you never want to rush a guy back too soon. But if he is going to start early in the season, if he is going to start week one, getting into that quote game shape, you know, getting, you know, taking a couple of hits and, you know, kind of knocking the rest off a little bit from missing half a season. Um, you know, that's, that's going to be, you know, that's going to prove to be good things for him if he's ready to start early in the season, I think. Yeah, exactly. Now you, I just got to put this out. You're, you're freaking pork chop out. He said, Godfather without the hat. What world am I living in? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think this is, this is real estate uh, AC here. This is yeah. <laughs> I had to do a little, uh, yeah, I had to do a little, uh, believe it or not. He's got, he's got an actual real job. <laughs> yeah. Alternate, alternate ego. Alternate ego today. Um, but yeah. I mean, honestly, going in, I have the- a hat in the car. I can, I can throw a hat on if you want me to do it. I mean, I, hey, hey, I, it's uh, it's up to you, man. I, you're you're freaking pork chop out, but I mean, it doesn't take a lot to freak <laughs> him out. So you know, but but going in going into training, there really isn't a lot of stories. There's not a lot of holes on this team, to be honest. I mean, I'm with you on on Lel Collins. I've said this from the get go. I want to keep him because yeah. Super Bowl. Riley Reef got hurt. AFC Championship game. We're out three offensive linemen. If you got, if you can put him on the pup list, and he's you know done come back to week six or whatever. If that's your 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 extra tackle, your swing tackle or whatever, or, or your backup, I'm taking it because last year's approved. We can't keep our offensive linemen healthy, and he can play guard and tackle. So that's a pretty darn good insurance. And and I, Richard Skinner has told me I'm crazy that they're not going to do it because of the money. But I mean. Yeah, but if they sign Logan Wilson or anybody like that, that money doesn't kick until next year. So I'm not sure, and I don't don't ever claim to be a salary cap guru or anything. But I don't think the the money that he's paid this year affects a contract next year. Yeah, I, I think it. You know, it depends on how you structure all that stuff, right? Yeah, I think that 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 plays into that. I, you know, 
I also don't think, I mean, I, I think, what was it, uh, an article, was it PFF? I can't remember exactly who put it out there, but there was an article that uh, recently that said that the Bengals are basically in the best shape in terms of dead cap space currently on their team and all kinds of stuff. Right. So, I mean, while they need a lot of scratch and a lot of money to get these extensions done, um, you know, I mean, I don't know that they are absolutely desperate and just need to start shaving. Now, that that may change if and when all these dominoes kind of, kind of fall here but um to your point yeah i mean they need as many able bodies late in the season as possible and by the way collins wasn't really all that i i don't even ever believe he was really 100 percent through much of last year anyway he had the back stuff yep. where he was taking rest during the week mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and so now you look at it from a perspective of well maybe he's all this rest be it just to heal up the knee but also like you know healing up that back and just resting everything and making sure that you know, when he returns, the time is right for him. And then maybe it lines up with a big need for the Bengals as well when he does return. So um, I'm with you. I mean, it's kind of one of those, you know, uh, life rafts or pontoon boats or something like that. Like you, you kind of keep it and you never hope, you know, in a way you hope you don't need to use it. But, uh, you know, it's it's great to have it when you when you have one, you know. Right, exactly. And the thing that you put on, on the pup, pup list, that's six extra weeks that he has the rest. And so – he can pull the Dominican Sue, you know, I start playing like halfway through the season. So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I think it's pretty cool here. Yeah. Um, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I mean, not, I agree with you about the roster holes and all that kind of lack thereof. I mean, I, there are some questions you now have to, the questions really center around at this point, younger players or brand new players coming in and stepping it. So, you know, is Irv Smith going to step up the way we all kind of think he's going to, um, right. is, is Dax Hill. I I actually watched a couple of games just randomly late last night, and I actually rewatched the Bengals Tampa Bay game. By the way, that was just crazy. That game, I, I, you kind of forget all this stuff, but I was at that game. (laughs) Yeah. Bengals were down 17 to nothing on Mm -hmm. against Tom Brady on his home field. And they come all the way back and beat them pretty hand. You know, I mean, they, they sound like, right. I mean, they, they they came back and, and took care of business. So that was kind of, crazy but in that game Dax Hill had a nice you know a couple nice moments a nice tackle I think for loss on a run play and so he's a guy that you know you hope that steps into a role and play you know I think we all believe that Cam Taylor Britt's going to step up and play well this year but still I mean there's not a ton of sample size for some of these guys and so in that respect those are where the major questions are but really I think to your point this is uh, while we've all felt pretty great about things the past couple of off seasons and heading into the season this is probably the most confident i think we can all be about this team at this point over the last couple of seasons yeah exactly the only only group like there's two things i'm i don't even say i'm worried about it's stuff to figure out uh tight end room they signed wilcox which i, I called that on Bengals of bruce like two weeks ago that, that he's coming back because i mean they need another tight end i mean they just they needed one um and then for me is the backup running back is it going to be uh, Trayvon Williams is it going to be Chase Brown? You know, who's going to take the 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 runs that that Samarjay had? That's where I'm curious. Is Mixon yeah. going to take more, or is it going to be by Trayvon Williams? Is probably going to have his his chance to do this. I mean, that's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic works out. Because you know, Chase Brown, they're going to give him the ball too because they, they they drafted him for a reason. So. I think right. that's going to be an interesting. Uh, they story may, to watch. they may do just. They may have backup running back by committee. You know, yeah. man. I mean, I, it, it may not be. You know, you know. I, I know that it was Mixon, and then P. Ryan was kind of just, you know, the guy as the backup running back. They may find that splitting carries between those two. Who knows what's going on with Chris Evans? That mystery still continues. Uh, <laughs> right. yeah. So you know, I mean, they may find that it's more of a committee and not necessarily a you know one two three. It's more one two a two b type of thing. Um, and I, I think Travion is really well rounded. Um, you know, in terms of what he can do, they need to have guys back there that can pass protect. Travion's done that in limited snaps. He's shown a little bit of that. So I mean, um, I I expect to see you know, a, a bit of both. I don't, I don't know that there's going to be at least from what I've see so far, a scale tipping w- way heavily into Travion or, or chase Brown. I think maybe more Travion early just because he's the veteran, but I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a little bit of a by committee approach for backup running back. It might come in to see who can pass block the best. <laughs> I mean, right. That, right. That might, be, that might be what it comes down to. Now, Charles here has a question. He said, uh, 
my, my computer will work. I'm going to bring it up there. Um, he said, are you guys buying all the hype with the Ravens with the new additions of OBJ and Zay Flowers? Do you think the Ravens can score enough points to hang with us? Well, let me let me just say this. The Whatever you think about them or your, your hatred to these teams, I mean, there's no doubt that the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens are two of the most well-run organizations in, in football, really. Ah, blah, 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 whatever, they AC. Are. They are. That's, why well, that, that's why they're always in it, man. I know. That's why they're always in it. I know. But, but we have seen – the. How many times have we seen the Baltimore Ravens go after a veteran wide receiver that's kind of bounced around a little bit that maybe was a bit, you know, remember Michael Crabtree, they had that a few years ago and he kind of had a modicum of success with them. They also draft the really, really speedy guys in the first round at the end of the first round of drafts, Rashad Bateman and Torrey Smith and all these guys in, yeah, they, they put up okay numbers, but they've never lived up to, um, you know, where they've drafted some of these guys. So, I think OBJ is – I've read some stuff on him. He's hungry. He was ready to come back. I think he's very, very eager. Uh, I, I don't I don't know that he's going to be the same guy. Uh, Two I don't know ACLs. They, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they necessarily need him to be the New York Giants of whatever that was, 2014 OBJ, right? I don't think they need him to be that. Right. But uh, if he can give them, you know, a viable, you know, whatever, 60, 70 catches, 1,000-yard season, that's going to be a problem for teams. Um, I just don't know if he can do that. I don't know that he can do that right now. And and I, I think it comes down to, again, this is what the Baltimore Ravens do. They do, you know, Lamar is, is talented, but they do a lot of stuff with the running backs. They have a, a unique running scheme with all the multiple backs. They have a good offensive line, always a sound defense, and they've got the best field goal kicker that's probably ever existed. So, uh, yeah, our guy's pretty good too. But yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Justin Tucker's just—he's he's been awesome. he's been doing it longer. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, you look back to what, what was the game last year? That was it a Sunday night game where, I mean, what, what did they score? Seventeen points or you yeah. know whatever. And right. that it just seems like they're always around that seventeen to twenty-three points for the Baltimore Ravens, regardless of who they bring in, if Lamar's healthy or not. That's just kind of seems to be where they are. Justin Tucker's attempting two to three field goals a game. And uh, so I don't know that they're going to explode and be this 30 plus point team all of a sudden, but I mean, they, they do have some weapons and, and their tight ends are scary. That's, that's the position group that scares me about that team. Yeah. I mean, the thing is either way it's an AFC North battle, the, the, the Ravens, excuse me, I cussed Ratbirds and the squealers always got a good defense. Like you said, they're all, always a, a well-run team. They're not going to be easy, easy teams to, to, to beat, but Talent wise, we should beat them. I mean, we should, we should, you know, I, I, I'm not saying we should crush them or anything like that, but it should be uh, the win column for do you us. Think, do you think they split with the teams in the division this I, year? Dude, 99% of the time, I, I always pick a split. I almost yeah. always pick split because yeah. just because they're so, they're so balanced and it's, and it's, there's their defense. Their defenses are so freaking good. Yeah. And that's, I mean, because I was, I was just, before I started on here, NFL Network had the uh, AFC, uh, Wild card game uh, from last year in the jungle, with, you know the with the Hubbard, uh, the the was it Hubbard in the jungle run? I can't remember. Hubbard, Sam Hubbard ran to the end. I can't remember. Rumble in the jungle. Or Rumble in the jungle. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Still, uh, Hubbard in the jungle. I don't know what they call it. Anyway, I was at the <laughs> damn game. I can't remember what they call it. But just I forgot because you always remember that play. Right. I forgot how close that game was. I mean, their defense is no joke. The Steelers' defense is no joke. I hate to say it. the Browns' defense is no joke. I hate to say it. But it's true. I think our offense is better. I think our offensive line is better. So I always pick a split. That just well, I, I mean, and, and look at the two Steeler games last year for, between the Bengals and the Steelers. The first one obviously was just weird and crazy at the end there, but they lost. Yeah. And then the second one that wasn't a, a skate in the park either, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was a, a back and forth game and kind of well, a second a, whiteout game too. A stress, yeah, a stressful one there. So. Uh, and that's with, you know, rookie Kenny Pickett and all kinds of different things. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, it, I, it, it's still – some may not agree. I think it's the toughest division in football. Um, and it, But based on the talent of the teams, the style of play. So, yes, in a way – I mean, I don't want to say I'm afraid of the Ravens, but no. they are a legitimate threat, a very good team. You know, they've had quarterback health issues the last couple of years. Uh, but they're, they – I think the Steelers are going to be tough. I think all the teams are going to be tough in the division, but I do still think maybe by a, a 
narrow margin that the Ravens are kind of the, the biggest competition for the Bengals in that division and one of the one of the stiffest comp- competitions in the AFC for them. Oh, yeah, I think it's going to come down to us and the Ravens again. I, I do not believe in Kenny Pick 6. I mean, I just – I haven't seen – and maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Mike, Mike Tomlin's uh, one with with, uh, with with Duck before. <laughs> so, you know, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I, I definitely think it's between us and, and the Ravens. And it'll be interesting to see how OBJ does after coming back from two ACLs because, I mean, his thing was his speed and his athletic ability. Two, AC, two ACLs – it's kind of hard to to recover from. So oh, he may need to reinvent his game, man. You know, he might. He, yeah, he might need to be. You know, he was he was you know in the, with the Giants four three four four OBJ that was making the one handed crazy leaping catches right. and all kinds of stuff. He may need to be kind of more of a reliable chain moving guy and and you know work the sticks a little bit more, work the sidelines a little bit more, and not necessarily maybe pop the occasional deep ball if he can. But uh, and I don't want to doubt the guy; he's a hell of a talented guy. But you know, I mean. Like you said, I mean that's that's a lot to overcome. So he may just need to kind of reinvent his game a little bit in order to be effective and and play well in that system, right? Right, exactly. Now I agree with Jim here. I found out Jim's a, a Chiefs fan, so he's he's evading a uh, Day Nation, but he, he's Uh-oh. been he's been Uh-oh. cool. But uh, I, I do agree with him. He said if Pickett is good this year, then it's going to be rough, uh, be a rough division. If Pickett is good, that, that's I mean the Steelers need him to be good. If he if's good, you got him, you got Joe. I mean, you got Deshaun. I we don't know where, where we're gonna get from Deshaun. I mean, if he's back to twenty twenty, Deshaun, then <laughs> the Browns can well, be good. I, you know, part part of what's gonna make Pickett good, I think. Um, yeah, of course, his own development and everything with that. But um, I, I think there's also the um, element of you know, is Pickens gonna take a, a year two leap? Right? Mm-hmm. Is uh, right. You know, is Deontay Johnson going to continue to to be a, a pretty solid receiver in, in the league? Is Najee Harris going to kind of reestablish himself? He's kind of had a little bit of an up and down career. I read on uh, the Steelers SB Nation site behind the steel curtain there there may or may not be maybe some wavering opinions on if he's going to be signed for that fifth year option. You know, Najee Harris. So right. Um, you know, I, I think it is dependent upon his own pick, its own development. But I think some of the guys have to develop around him as well. The offensive line. Uh, a couple of years ago, wasn't that great? Um, a little bit better last year, and then of course they've got uh, just a sound defense as they always do. So um, Pickett has to do his own work, but I think the guys around him have to develop well too. Uh, poor Chop here says Lamar is going to struggle because he cannot throw the ball down the field accurately, and that's not not a wrong statement. But I mean, he can get it down there sometimes, and he's done it against the Bengals. So I mean, it seems like he 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 can't do it often. Or, or, or I won't say, I won't say often, um, consistently. That's the word I'm looking for. But he can get it down there, and he, he sometimes he does put it in the right spot. I mean, Lamar is a unique football player. He, he's one of a kind. He can make plays. The Bengals and Lou, I think, have the last couple of years kind of figured out how to contain him. Now that he's got his new contract, I would be more curious to see if he's more aggressive. You know, then he was I, last couple of years. I think he was kind of holding back a little because he didn't want to get hurt or whatever. You know, I, I go back to a couple. I know on the Sunday night game there was a ball that a wide open deep ball that he threw and he overthrew. I think there was maybe two in that game if I remember correctly. So there's been a couple when he's played the Bengals the last couple of times that he's overshot the deep ball on guys that were pretty wide open. I think there was also one. I think it was in 21. Same thing occurred there. So, I mean, I can remember a couple of games where there's been a couple of instances of deep balls where he just hasn't been able to hit it. It's not an arm strength issue. It's no, he, he can throw a, it. It's yeah, accurate. it's not an arm strength. It's a touch, timing, all of that. I think part of that is on him. I think part of that is, as we've talked about, they've had a revolving door of wide receivers, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah. It's just like Sammy Watkins and, and uh, you know, I mean, Deshaun Jackson. And now you got – so I, I think it's not all on Lamar for, for not having that – timing or touchdown on the deep ball but i do think part of that is on him but the, the fact of the matter is we know he's he is absolutely lethal in short short area passing intermediate passing utilizing the tight ends making things happen with his legs both you know kind of scrambling away from pressure and then throwing a nice ball or um you know r- you know taking off and running for first down I'm, i he can do a lot of things while throwing the football um, I'm interested. I saw, I think it was Charles in your chat room saying, you know, the, the Ravens are tweaking some things on their offense. So I'm interested to see how he adapts to that 
and if, if he's going to clean up some of the issues that at least I have seen against the Bengals with the deep ball that he, he's missed, yeah. he has missed in a couple of last couple of games, or if that's maybe going to continue. Um, and again, I don't think that's all him. I think there's, you know, receiving core issues as well, but um, you know, if they want to kind of take the next step as an offense, the Ravens, that is, they, they got to start hitting that deep ball regularly. Yeah, they're, they're like drafting 25 tight ends and no wide receivers, which I've never understood. <laughs> their understood. tight ends are good, though. Oh, they got great tight ends, but they're, they're wide, their tight ends are, are, are awful. All right, Tebow here. Uh, do you see the Bengals and two AFC North teams making it to the playoffs? Or with the way the rest of the AFC is stacked with QBs, are the Bengals the only North team to get in? I think there's going to be two again. I, I think it's, it's going to be us and the Ravens like it was last year. Yeah, I think it's two there. Uh, you know, probably, I mean, you could say two or three, maybe from the East. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and are, I you, are, you ca- are you, are you counting the, the Jets as one of those? I mean, you, you would probably put them in there. Uh, I, you know, I think, I, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do this year, that's, but I mean, when you've looked, yep. when you've looked at the Jets, the last couple of years, the only thing that has derailed their season has been quarterback play. Right. Um, and so I think they've built a talented team already. And then you throw in Aaron Rodgers there, Aaron Rodgers, he's, he's Aaron Rodgers. So he's going to be good, but is it going to be like just this, you know, MVP Here's the hall of fame guy because of a change of scenery type of year, Mm -hmm. or is this going to be, you know, one of those, Hey, we've, we've, you know, tried to put a square peg in a round hole and it's just not working as well as we thought. And maybe they have a winning season, but either squeak into wild card, lose first round or don't make it. I mean, you got the bills, the dolphins are pretty stacked. Um, you know, you've got the, the jets. I mean, the Patriots are competitive because of who their coach is. So, I mean, there's a lot of teams in there that you could argue could, could, you know, be in the playoffs and knock an AFC North team out. Um, but I mean, I, those two divisions are probably the two to watch the South, I think is pretty weak. Um, and so, you know, the West, the West is interesting. What are the Broncos going to do? Right. I mean, how are they going to bounce back? If at all, uh, you got the chiefs there, of course, Raiders, they're kind of all over the place. Raiders don't have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they let car the made the playoffs last year, but absolutely collapsed. So, it, I mean, I, I still don't understand why they got rid of Derek Carr. I, I, I literally, I, I just, I didn't make any sense to me whatsoever. You didn't have a quarterback. And then you got Garoppolo. Is Garoppolo even still a, is he still on the roster or, or is he, I'm so confused by the, he's on the Raiders, right? Yeah. He's, he's with the Raiders, but he got hurt. Didn't he? Yeah. I hurt. think he's, I think he's hurt. I have to look, look a little harder at that. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, that whole Raider situation that didn't make it. And then they've got weird. Josh Jacobs holding out unless he signed something today and right. I didn't see it. But, right. um, you know, that's not going to be good for them. So, yeah. So my, my thing with, with Aaron Rodgers is I'm curious because, you know, it's going to happen. He's going to have a bad game or something and the New York media is going to go after him. Right. How is he going to handle that? He's a California guy who's been in Green Bay hey, his whole hey, career. Hey, 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 come on! You know, you know, California cool dudes, man. <laughs> but I mean, I'm just, I, you know, he he likes to control the narrative, control the media yeah. you know, as much as he can. I think that's why he goes on the Pat McAfee show and stuff. He might not be able to control that as much as he's used to. That's all I'm saying. That's that's a really interesting point. Um, and I think if you remember, there was some of that stuff when Favre went there. Right. Um, when he went there yeah. for that one year mm-hmm. and they were playing really, really well. And then things, you know, really took a nosedive. And I don't know how he handled. I mean, you've seen that. I, I mean, talking baseball. I mean, you see, I remember Randy Johnson and how he imploded when yeah. he was with the Yankees. And he, he, he imploded walking to walking to the, the press conference. Right. <laughs> Randy Johnson right. did. Right. So. You never know how some of these guys are going right. to react, especially when they're in these, quote, smaller market teams or something like that. Um, you know, I think uh, – I, I don't know. I mean, they'll either go after him or they're going to roll out the red carpet for him because the Jets have just wanted this kind of player for so long. Right. In case of it with, like I said, with Favre, and they've just, you know uh, – I think I think Sanchez, you know, he was kind of doing some good things with them and then – you know, when things started to fall apart, he, he had a tough time there as well. So I don't, you know, I, I don't know. That's a good point, though, about the, the media and handling of the of, of things, depending on how the season goes. Apparently, we have a special guest uh, showing up to, to the studio. It's it's. Uh, 
It's my boy Chandler. What are you doing? Well, I can't remember. They can't see me. Yeah, yes, they can. They literally can see you. You're right I, there. I'm yeah. just telling everyone right now. Money line, Reds tonight. It's happening. Ellie De La Cruz. <laughs> he's gonna hit another another 500 foot bomb tonight. He's gonna hit it out of the stadium this time. There you go. There you go. <laughs> he did yesterday. He did. <laughs> well, he's gonna hit, he's gonna hit the hit the car this time. I think. Oh yeah. He's gonna hit the car. <laughs> Uh, you never know who's going to show up down at the ice cave here. So, anyway, AC, you, you've been on. Well, I've been on for an hour. You've been on for a half hour. And, and you came on short notice. We got our wires across. And you're sitting in the car. I don't want to keep you any longer. Tell everybody about Orange and Black, uh, the Sissy Jungle, and everything you got going on. Yeah, Orange and Black Insider is the, the podcast, YouTube channel, um, uh, Orange, the Orange and Black Insider. And it's part of the Cincy Jungle Podcast Network. And there's a couple of shows that we have there. And then do a little writing and stuff at cincyjungle.com too. So we, we relay news, we break news, we do opinion stuff, we do analysis. And then of course on our show, we kind of do uh, some of the same things as well. Have some fun guests um, and uh, yeah, have some fun with it. So check it out on all the audio streamers, YouTube, Cincy Jungle, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. We, we usually do live shows. We, we've sprinkled in some other, narrative or other fun videos of late so hopefully people have liked that but uh appreciate you letting me talk about it and appreciate the the invitation good sir sorry i couldn't make it the full the full monty here but uh crazy crazy day crazy week but i appreciate you inviting me on as always however i can get the godfather on i'll take him now i got um uh jason garrison he he's a, a part of city jungle he's gonna be on uh he does the three and out podcast he does, yes. Yeah, so he'll be on Friday. It'll be the first time he's he's gotten on here. So I'm trying to get all, all this, the uh, Cincy Jungle Jungle guys on. So you guys appreciate you, man. On. Appreciate you. So. You're the man. You guys have been uh, doing a lot of good stuff, a lot of cool shows. And I uh, was I was the whiteout party, dude. Did you you went to it? Yeah, I did. It was it was it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. Are you still you still recovering or what? No, that was yesterday. Yesterday, I was uh, I, I recovered. I, it, it took a little while because I'm, I'm too old to be doing that stuff anymore. I didn't stay the whole time. I'm like, we got there. Okay. They didn't show up till like uh, mixing and and tea and, and uh, TV. They didn't show up till like eleven o'clock. And I'm like, I went and said hi. I'm like, I gotta go. It started getting crazy in there. I'm like, I don't want to get divorced. I want to go home. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was time to leave. So me and Maddie went. But it was, it was a good time though. It was it was, nice. it was a lot of fun. Never been to anything like that in, in my life. And I, nice. I I I think I look pretty good in white. So, you nice. Know. Yeah, you look you look slick, sir. You look slick. <laughs> Appreciate it, AC. All right, you're hey. the man. Who day, brother? Who day? Thank you, buddy. Hey, man. All right, guys, go check out the Godfather, John Sheeran on the Orange Black Insider podcast. Uh, go check out the uh, Jason Garrison and what was his his co-host name? I already forgot. Uh, uh, three and out, three and out podcast. That one was. I had it up here and it went away. Where there it is, Jason Garrison and uh, yeah, three and out podcast. So make sure you go check those guys. Uh, there you got. Uh, I don't know how long they've been doing. I gotta find out how long they've been doing that podcast. But they're coming on Friday, tomorrow. Like I said, training camp starts. I can't wait. I'll be there. Gonna plot. Try to go talk. All of them, like I usually do. I'm uh, going to go see my boys. Go see Teddy K. Go see Joey B. Go see Jackpot. Go see T. Go see Jamar. Football season. Say, Can you smell it? What's that smell? It's called football. And I love it. I cannot wait. Uh, let's see. I'll get Lawrence to your answer. Baseball real quick. He said, what do y'all think about Joey Votto playing tonight? Uh, I have not looked at the lineup. So is he starting at first base or is DH and I'm like, I'm, I'm okay with it. The thing is like somebody is going to sit out every night. We got with CS up here. Somebody's got to sit out. So you don't have enough spots. That's even with the DH, which is just crazy. Cause we have such a talented team. We have to win tonight. I'm hoping we're going to win. Chandler's got money on it. I might go put some money on it. So if we win tonight, we're back to half a game. We win tomorrow, we're up by half a game. Who knows? We'll see what happens. Either way, like I said, enjoy this. It's been a lot of fun watching this team. Watch Ellie De La Cruz. Watch the Reds. And let me get the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And I appreciate every single one of them. They're Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Bearcat Ruckus, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Bar. And then you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and Threads. Uh, Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenable. TikTok is at Iceman90. Threads is, let me read this here. 
I think I had I put I see this is the new one. It's sports underscore with underscore strawberry underscore ice. That's what I on threads. So that's a new one I'm trying to figure out. I will be pulling a sound out later on tonight. Put it on the podcast on BPod, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Leave a five-star review and a comment some more since they fans can find my podcast. YouTubers, you guys are awesome. 2,276 subscribers. I appreciate every single one of you guys. It went for you guys. I will be able to do this, and I enjoy the hell out of doing this. I love doing this. So thanks for supporting. Tell your friends, stay there. my sports, Strawberry Ice. If you're watching on Facebook or Twitter, please go to the channel, support, tweet it out. Tell everybody, I'll see you guys tomorrow. I can tell you, everybody always wants to know who I have on tomorrow because sometimes I forget. That's why I have it in my. Oh, yeah, I have Drew Garrison on tomorrow. So. I have Jason Garrison on Friday. I have Drew Garrison on tomorrow. So he's always a good follow. I don't, he's working on another show or something. I we'll have to find out what in the world Drew is doing, but we'll find out uh, live tomorrow at 5 30. Other than that, go Reds. Let's kick the Brewers' ass. And that's your sports, baby. See ya! on your shoulder everyone talking about a neutral afc championship game not even thinking about you guys how much did that motivate you coming into this you better send those refunds <laughs> i'm from the city where they gotta play us fuck a coin flip it's time to pay up don't cross the middle 21 in the cut we ain't hiding from nobody run and tell them it's up i'm from the city where they gotta play us fuck a coin flip it's time to pay up don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut and We ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up Back to back champs, kings of the north with it Thinking they can hang with us, still ain't jumped out the porch with it Long bomb to chase every Sunday, watch him go and get it Double up on him, then we gon' double down on T. Higgins Then throw Boyd in the mix, now you really iffy Every Sunday showing boys how to really gritty They try to shuffle up the game on us, but they ain't icky Flip the coin, kick the toe, ride to the go and get it Never know what's gon' happen when Joe drop back He get shiesty in the pocket, I get shiesty on the track Nobody on the team all pro, that's all cap. Most all around team in the NFL, that's all facts. And came across nobody yet that seemed like they can hang with us. They said we couldn't be Buffalo, but see how we call they bluff. Underdogs every week, they keep on trying to label us. Put your money on us, even if Vegas don't favor us. No matter what, we really came up now, it's hard to fail. I dare you come across that middle, Von gon' ring your bell. I know we under they skin, them boys built frail. Eli Apple out there chirping like a next tail. You don't want Sam and Trey to come off them ends. Rita clogging up the middle like a big body bend. Right behind them, Logan and Pratt, the turnover twins. Jesse base in the backfield just to clean up the loose ends. We just draft the camera, draft the hill. Instant gratification every time that they on the field. We can't go back to what we was, cause that's the losing weight. It's been hard to throw on us since we picked up a woozy eight. It's like win after win, feel like we could really do it. Zach Taylor doing his thing for the city, I give it to him. And I best surmise you'll find a hole if you give it to him. Hayden Hurst don't need a hole, he just plan on running through him. Just hand it off to 28 and let him do the dash. Getting hit by BJ Hill probably feel like a car crash. Every week it seemed like Lou digging deeper in his bag. And if the game on the line, all my favorite money match. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. I'm from the city where they gotta play us. Fuck a coin flip, it's time to pay up. Don't cross the middle, 21 in the cut. And we ain't hiding from nobody, run and tell them it's up. What do we say, dog?